0: Welcome to Cellmates I'm Kate Phillips
1: I'm Dick Ward
0: And we are a podcast that takes two animated movies And we compare, contrast, and generally throw a Venn diagram over them And see what shakes out Often these movies are Disney? Not always. Often these movies are musicals. But not always. Often these movies are good.
1: Not always.
0: Dick. Kate. Hey uh, Kate. Uh, chef, I have prepared for you. Oh. Um a drink today. Okay. Now. Mhm.
1: I'm going to sniff it. Can what, do you, I, what do you detect? Can I yeah. like decipher this? Let's see.
0: Mhm. Ooh, he's got like like weird, like colorful sparkle lines coming yeah. out of his head and swirling all around him. Wait,
1: I'm gonna try it with a sip of water as well.
0: Oh, that.
1: Oh, combined to make even more sparkle lines.
0: Oh wow! Oh, oh. whoa!
1: Okay, so I'm tasting uh, gin.
0: That is the base,
1: and then something French, like a Saint Germain.
0: Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Yes. Yeah, uh, is that, that is it? Correct. It's just two.
1: It's just those two. Uh,
0: there's one secret ingredient. Okay, Can hold you on. Let me detect that.
1: Taking a note, I'm taking a nose, mm-hmm. which is what you call a smell. Mm. I there's, hmm. you know what, kid? I'll yeah. be honest. I I can't tell. What is the secret ingredient?
0: The secret ingredient is nothing. Well, how the secret is... ingredient is nothing. Well. The secret ingredient is nothing. I
1: mean, there's there's ice in this. Is that the secret ingredient?
0: No, that's just to make it cold.
1: Okay, so what's the secret ingredient really? Nothing. You messing with me?
0: Today we are talking about the movies Ratatouille and or
1: Ratatouille, depending on who you who you hear it from.
0: And Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. So we're journeying to the mid aughts. Mm-hmm. And. Uh,
1: Two culinarily inspired movies. They
0: both do have some cooking in them. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other reasons that we paired these movies, Dick?
1: Uh, I had not seen either of them.
0: Well really?
1: Uh, it's true. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, they're both kind of about an unlikely, uh, someone doing an unlikely job.
0: Right, and being quite good at it, mm-hmm. uh, against all odds, yeah, um, and dis- in spite of their family's disapproval. Yeah. Um,
1: you could even say that they are the square root of impossible.
0: Mm. Jingle Jangle is a great looking movie, and
1: it has a really great song in it. Maybe two.
0: Yeah. Um. So not perhaps not as many as Ratatouille the musical, which is another reason that Kate we pair Phillips
1: Ratatouille not a musical.
0: It could be soon. Why? So another reason that we paired, not so much paired, but timed uh, this this way, is because uh, there's a Ratatouille musical trend on TikTok right now, and it is delightful. All of these musical theater uh, amateurs and like some professional creators as Mm -hmm. well are kind of just chiming in on this. Hashtag of a musical mm-hmm. um, and creating songs for various characters. Like Ratatouille is not in the news as no. a Pixar movie. like no. It's not, not a special anniversary. Just uh, a girl named Emily got bored during quarantine and wrote a Ratatouille song off the top of her head. And yeah, then like, a bunch of other people did she too. Was,
1: she was doing that thing that I do and you do just like kind of walking around her apartment and singing a song to herself. Uh And I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to record it.
0: So one reason we watched this movie is because I wanted to participate. Yeah. And
1: at the end of this episode, you're going to debut your song.
0: It's going to sound a lot like that made up.
2: I've started
0: a couple times. I haven't been inspired I was trying not to like view a bunch of them first. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I need to view them to build off of. Anyway, yeah. it also seems like done by this point. So. Yeah, it's a little. But at least I can appreciate it now that we've seen it.
1: If it, if it started on the internet and it's on the news, it's done.
0: It is done. So uh, it seems like we should be making a Kung Fu Panda musical. <laughs> Thoughts will run throughout the episode. All right. So, is that, uh, Dick, what is your experience with Ratatouille? You just said that you had never seen I've it. I've
1: never, se- never seen the movie, but I did see uh, The Ride Under Construction. Mm. So, that's like <laughs> seeing the movie
0: at Epcot, the that's France correct. Pavilion. Yeah, the, the
1: Walt Disney World Epcot.
0: The ride already exists in France.
1: I don't know why I specified there's only one Epcot.
0: There's only one Epcot. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, Cool. Anything else? Nope. Great. I... Oh,
1: sorry. I saw, I think, maybe five minutes of this at some point in my life, but it might have been a different rap movie. Mm. Okay. Okay, now your turn. Sorry.
0: Like, like what? Like Benji? Like, or not Benji. What's the other one? Benjamin. Ben, ben. Benjamin Button? No. Ben? When, ben.
1: No, it, it wasn't... Or Wilbur. Wilbur.
0: No, the one that Michael Jackson sings about.
1: Well, I've seen that song.
0: But Ben is the name of the movie with the rat, right? No. What? It's, I know you're talking about Templeton, but there is a rat movie called Ben, right? No. What is the Michael Jackson song Ben about a rat from?
1: Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to look this up so that I can show you. Great. Is that okay?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Is it going to be scary?
1: Tell me about your experience.
0: I saw Ratatouille in the theater.
1: Oh, wait. It oh. is It is called Ben. I was wrong.
0: Thank you. What did you think it was called? Wilbur. Wilbur is the name of the pig.
1: I understand what you're saying. He's
0: friends with Templeton the rat.
1: I just had uh, dental work. I only had a local sedative uh, and some Tylenol. So I have no reason to be loopy, but I've decided that that's my excuse for getting anything wrong that I do on today's show.
0: Was Wilbur the Rat radiant as well?
2: He was <laughs> humble.
0: Was his middle name, was his middle initial A?
1: His mother's middle initial was A.
0: <laughs> I saw Ratatouille in theaters and never again since. <laughs> um, I, I Did believe you like I, it? Yeah. Okay. I believe I saw it with my family Um because my brother and I, I mean, since this movie is, uh, you know, came out, have been doing the, um, the exchange. Uh, I can't cook, and Remy goes, no, he shakes mm. his head, and he goes, but you, you can cook, and Remy takes his little pause and goes, eh. Mm. Uh, really funny little bit, and we do it all the time.
1: That's cute.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but that's yeah. I hadn't, and I knew about the. Patton Oswalt the s- sketch yeah. where he just talks about a, it is a Las Vegas crowd, yeah, just like shouting through half the duration of his comedy show. There, Ratatouille,
1: Ratatouille, yeah. Um, what can I let me ask? Yeah. why did you never see this again?
0: I think it was right. It came out when I was twenty, so mm-hmm. it was like, well, you, you know, check. Yeah, It's good. Um, I I mean, Pixar's I don't really watch again. Like Pixar was after the phase of watching things again and again. I've seen some Pixar's more than once. Okay, I was going to say. I've seen Inside Out like five times. Ratatouille is great. It's no Inside Out. Sure, sure. Um, And it's not a musical in its original form. Mm. Maybe if it was now a musical, I'd watch it multiple times. But yeah, I haven't like... I mean, if I've seen a Pixar movie twice and it's not like Toy Story, yeah. then it's probably because I've watched it again for this podcast or like watched yeah. it one time for an adu- as an adult and then another time for the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I feel like this is a like a forgotten Pixar movie.
0: In a little, yeah. And I wonder like
1: I wonder like how much of that is on like Disney not really like pushing it or You know, because there was no Ratatouille presence in any park except Disneyland Paris. I
0: mean, and I think what's around this, right, is like Monsters, Inc., Nemo, Incredibles, these Mm -hmm. giant hits. And like Ratatouille does well, but it's not those movies.
1: Also, Ratatouille doesn't, like, if I'm a kid, I don't know if I care about Ratatouille. Yeah. I loved it as an adult. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler. I loved it.
0: All right, let's. uh, I'm gonna talk about the movie that we loved as adults. Sounds like a great idea. Talk Talk about about why we love it so much. All right.
1: So you're gonna do what? The plot in two minutes and And set yourself a cookie timer.
0: Yep. Uh. Uh. Rat a -a cookie timer. Mm. Mm. All right. Here, I have not thought about this at all, so I'm a little scared. All right uh ratatouille is a dish not a rat the rat's name is remy and he loves to cook but he's a rat and rats don't cook and so his family says forget about it but his one brother kind of likes him to cook anyway he gets separated from his family uh trying to cook it's a whole thing but anyway he ends up in paris right outside gustos this restaurant by this dead chef that remy loves and he's his phrase is anyone can cook Um, And so, Remy sneaks into the restaurant, and, oh, he catches this guy, uh, Linguini, who's just been hired as a garbage person, and he's, like, gonna ruin a stew, and Ratatouille's good at cooking, Remy's good at cooking, and so he's like, um... I'm gonna make this stew better, but then there's a rat in the kitchen. Oh no. So then he just kind of like tells Linguini what to do, and it's great. The soup is great. Linguini is hired as a chef, but he's not a chef. He can't cook, but Ratatouille, he can cook. Eh. And so Ratatouille, uh, Remy (laughs) Remy hides under his hat and controls his arms and like makes the restaurant go from like this three star to a five star experience. But there's this. the owner wants the, or the owner that is in the hands of now wants to take over the restaurant, but oh, the linguini is actually Gusto's son, oh. and he actually, by the estate, has ownership after a certain day, so he's just kind of like stalling out the clock. Anyway, Anton ego. Is this like be all end all critic in Paris? Whoa. And you've got to get a good review from him to like be a good restaurant. And he comes, and uh, but before he comes, the uh, oh shit! Well, Re- Remy's been that. giving Remy's been giving out a lot of meals to his rat friends, and parent, and it becomes a big thing because then there's a rat infested kitchen. That's bad. Everyone leaves because Linguini says ah, a rat's been cooking this whole time. The whole staff quits. So it's only him and Colette, the other chef, the uh, like sous chef, and. Not chef. Anyway, and Remy, who are preparing this meal, and it goes amazingly well. He loves the meal. The critic loves the meal. And then they revealed to him that's a rat, and he's like, ah, that's still okay. Anyway, the restaurant goes out of business uh, because rats, but they open a new restaurant with Anton Ego, and rats can cook. Anyone can cook.
1: A pretty good job, Kate. Thank you. You did a really good job in the first minute, Yeah. and then you got really bogged down I, in the second minute.
0: Yeah, I, yep. Yeah. I, for, I forgot about why they were cooking alone, and then I had to go back. Uh, but that was like a couple of seconds. So that's pretty good.
1: You also um, said a phrase, which is like rat-infested kitchen. Yes. Which I heard as rat Oh. And I was like, what is that word <laughs> she just used? And so I zoned out for a little bit while I tried to figure out what a rat is. And then I realized. So good movie, Rats.
0: I I enjoy this. Rats I off. enjoy how like I know his name. A lot of people know his name, but I enjoy how this rat is called Ratatouille.
1: Which character do you like better, um, the rat Ratatouille or the little boy Coco?
0: Right, like, <laughs> but but there is a character named Coco. I guess if I guess if you're talking about the dish Ratatouille, there is kind of a character named Ratatouille, but like. There is a character named Coco, yeah. and there's a reason that it. But yeah, I, I won't slip up anymore. But when I first,
1: you will. First it's okay.
0: Out, no, no, no. When no, I'll I'll screw up rat, Ratatouille again. Oh, okay. I don't call Miguel Coco anymore. I do.
1: I absolutely do. It's just uh what's his name? Coco, uh, Miguel. Like I will always call him Coco first.
0: It's Ratatouille. really fun to say.
1: It really is. Uh, Ratatouille. Yeah, uh, Kate. Tell me about your experience with the film, Ben.
0: Oh, um, my dad hates it Oh, because he hates rats. He also hates snakes, crocodiles. I think he hates a lot of things.
1: You know, it's by uh, Bing Crosby Productions. It was the production company behind Ben.
0: The rat movie with a Michael Jackson song was Mm -hmm. produced by Bing Crosby. Was he still alive at that point?
1: I don't know. That's 72, yeah.
0: So what is... Okay, let's do a let's do a short Kate asks. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? No. Oh, never mind. Kate asks is over. Good. Uh, I don't have
1: the I don't have the energy for one anyway.
0: It's like a boy befriending a rat. It's live action. Sure. Right. let's so, move on. So there's context for rat movies so, before this Kung one, but Fu not men. Panda. Kung- What's your
1: experience with Kung Fu Panda?
0: Um, ooh, that was a nice sound. Yeah. I uh, did not see this one in the theaters, but I did see it pretty early on. Okay, I think it's one of those. This this was going into an era where, like, I would, um, like, f- uh, first pass of these movies would be my brother, and then I would ask him, like, is this worth watching? And I feel like that's how I did see Wreck It Ralph. That is well,
1: still the case. That it, it is movies. still the case, yeah. but it's
0: like why I saw Wreck It Ralph a mm-hmm. lot sooner than. Bolt. Like I never saw Bolt because I think either he didn't see it or it was like, eh, not worth it. Andy's pretty good at these things. Yeah, Andy's Um, great. Who'd you call him? So yeah, this is one I saw with Andy, but on a TV screen, I believe. Uh so there's that. There's we also have like an inside joke about this one. There's a like a I don't know if it's for, like, the VMAs or something. There's, like, a little sketch with Robert Downey Jr. and Jack Black and maybe another person from Tropic Thunder. Remember that movie? And they're, like, wondering how to promote the film. And then Robert Downey Jr. starts spiraling. And he's like, well, ah, you could dress as Iron Man and promote the film. And then you could dress as Kung Fu Panda. And then there's a whole thing. And then Iron Man kicks Kung Fu Panda. and the nu- Like, there's mascot costumes and... Uh, and it's like, no, you shouldn't wear the helmet. Uh, there's some kind of lie. I should have watched the sketch. This before story's I going started. really well. But th- at one point, Jack goes, uh, well, when that defeat, d- d- don't people want to see Kung Fu Panda? Kind of like a, uh, you know, mm-hmm. naming him like a ratatouille situation. <laughs> um, so my brother and I quote that, but clearly poorly because I don't remember the sketch as well as I thought I did. That's great. Anyway, that's all. But I only saw this one time before nice. podcast.
1: I had not seen this before the podcast. uh, Did not want to see it. The previews looked bad. I didn't care. I was wrong. I loved it.
0: This is like a rare DreamWorks. I feel like now they've found a little bit of footing with how to train your dragon. Um, But like this is not quite in that DreamWorks style. It's more in like a Shrek style of like. Of, like, structure. I don't know. It's much better than Shrek, is what I'm saying. Like, DreamWorks did not have a right to make a movie that looks this goofy, this good. Okay. Right? Like, the trailers, like you said, did not look good. The trailers were not good. Movie, great. Movie, great. Yeah. Dick, would you like to...
1: I would not, but I will.
0: Summarize Kung Fu Panda.
1: All right. Give me two minutes.
0: The name of the protagonist, Kung Fu Panda. Mm Mm-hmm. In two minutes. Fortune cookie timer. You have to tell me to go. And go.
1: Okay. So Poe is the Kung Fu Panda, but he's not a Kung Fu Panda yet. He's just dreaming about being a Kung Fu Panda. He works in a noodle shop with his dad. who's like a goose or something. And he dreams about being a Kung Fu Panda. One day he sees a flyer where they're choosing the next Dragon Warrior, which is the name of a really great video game I played when I was a kid. And... The Kung Fu Panda goes to see who's going to be the new Dragon Warrior, and through mishaps and happenstance, it turns out it's him. So he's like, well, I guess I got to train to be the Dragon Warrior, but there's these furious five. There are these other five like uh, uh, martial artists who do not care for him. Also, they're named like Tiger and Crane and stuff, and that's cute, and they are Tigers and Cranes and stuff, and that's cute. Anyway... They go off to fight this big bad guy who's escaped from jail, and it does not go well for them, no. because the dragon warrior is the one who's supposed to beat up the big old bad guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the dragon warrior, they try and like, uh, uh, like psych him out, and they try and like make him do too many push-ups and get out of there, but he doesn't. He sticks with it, and the like Yoda, who's um, who's like a Yoda, but he's a turtle. He dies. And he's like the super master, and the mini master, uh, Shifu. like, uh, yeah, I said that the mini master like helps him out. And uh, oh, they find out that his like he can use the power of being hungry to do his kung fu, anyway. Uh, he gets this mysterious scroll uh, that's supposed to have the secret, but it turns out the secret's nothing, also. His dad is like, hey, you want to know what the secret of this soup is? And he's like, what? And his dad's like, secret is nothing. And he's like, oh, the secret is is nothing. nothing. The power was in me all along. And then he beats up the bad guy. The end.
0: That's good. Yeah. Very good.
1: That's how you do a two-minute summary.
0: I wanted to include everyone.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, you got two minutes, so. You can you can either do a good two minute summary or you can do the frozen two of two minute summaries.
0: Uh, that was a good two minute summary for me. Thank you very much. Last time I did like four and a half minutes on. Last Space time you did Jam, two on the
1: docks. Or...
0: No, there was one episode I was listening to recently because I ran out of podcasts, and I went. Wait, like I was like not even to the midpoint. Cellmates podcast.
1: When you run out of podcasts, well, I'm try gonna, Cellmates podcast. I'm not gonna listen
0: to myself on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. what did we, what did we say? What mm-hmm. do we have to say about this topic? Um, yeah, this movie is is better than I remember. I remember it being good. Mm-hmm. I remember being impressed at the time, but um, really holds together the characters are fun um it's it looks good for a dreamworks like it looks better than some of the stuff they're doing now i don't even
1: think qualified it just looks good yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 that's
1: yeah I, it looks good yeah it's, it's a well put together movie i think it is less uh you know it's less um cranial uh than Mm -hmm. um ratatouille Mm uh and it's less you know it's a little bit more of a popcorn movie Mm -hmm. and i don't mean that in a bad way i like it flew for me yeah it was a lot of fun the martial arts sequences were amazing yeah i just i had a blast yeah yeah
0: so uh those sequences were really good, and yeah. I read that the animators all had to take a six hour kung fu class, which is super cool. Yeah. Both of these movies are about specialized skills, mm-hmm. and you really get to take a deep dive into the like how that special skill works, right? right. Um, but likewise, the Pixar animators all did a cooking class together, and they had like a sets and layouts guy that was working for Pixar who had a culinary background and Mm. he was the consultant um what are what are things there there's your phone
1: Mm, I dropped my phone yes that's
0: okay uh what are some just shout outs from like those kung fu scenes that you think are really do you are, are you a kung fu movie person a
1: little bit I I wish I was more but um kung fu movies are like when you talk about kung fu movies you're generally talking like 70s ish mm-hmm. and there's like a pacing thing that's hard for me so I've watched I've watched some um, but w- what I have watched is a lot of Jackie Chan mm. uh, because Jackie Chan is a genius of physical like of physical storytelling um, physical comedy and physical storytelling and, and uh, I guess I've watched a lot of wrestling which is also physical storytelling yeah right. So, um, yeah, there were just a lot of things that happened in this movie that that really, uh, I don't know, like, that just really amazed me um, in that, like, the fight scenes, I feel like were never just like, I punch you, you mm-hmm. get knocked down, then you get up and you punch me. Like, they were constantly, like, one-upping each other, jockeying for position, and... You could see a logic to the way, like especially the earlier fight scenes. Um, you can see a logic to the way they were playing out, rather mm-hmm. than just being like a brawl. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the the, it just seems like a lot of care and effort went into that. And I don't, I like, I tried to look up information about the guy who did the um, the fight choreography, and like he's an animator. He's layouts on some things i think he directed something but he doesn't like as far as i can tell he does not have a martial arts background or as far as i could google um but like it's clear that these guys all watched a lot of fight scenes from martial arts movies
0: for sure did the research and jackie chan is in it he's He's the voice of the monkey and the furious five so i
1: i wonder how much he was involved if at all like He's got a giant warehouse, or he did I don't know if he still does um where they just work on stunts, and he's got like a whole team that just like works on stunts, and that's the thing that they do um so I like it would be surprising to me if they didn't involve that team at all,
0: yeah, um I just read the phrase uh, their goal was to make the best looking film DreamWorks has ever made well. Uh, I think they did. did. It It was great. Um, Yeah, it seems like a lot of care was put into this, even if it wasn't, you know, first degree knowledge of um, kung fu and martial arts. Um, I, so pivoting to Ratatouille, um, the food in this movie Mm. is like, it is cartoony, right? Like I can't just grab it out and eat it. Like it's a little like, floppy and it's a little like it is in this universe Yeah. but the attention to not only what the finished product looks like but like the whole experience of cooking Mm -hmm. I just found really good like it was um, those kitchen scenes especially when all the chefs are in there together almost like fight choreography right it's so well timed and paced and Mm -hmm. choreographed and people are spinning and putting things on different surfaces like it's it's artful, right, yeah. the way it's done.
1: I feel like I can smell that kitchen. Mm. Like, as, as I'm watching it, I'm like, like, I can smell those smells. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and I think it, it feeds into both, like, the setting then almost becomes an extension of our protagonists who want this thing so badly and have such a passion for it that it's not just, like, okay, we're on board because you're nice, right? Like, oh. great, we want the human world for you, Ariel, because you seem great, yeah. right? It's like, oh, Remy, I get it. Like, yeah. this is really cool.
1: And also, he's shown proficiency for it, and he's shown right. passion for right. it. Right,
0: right. Oh. Um, so, so, Remy, good at... Um, Remy can cook. He he can, eh. eh. Yeah. Um, Kung Fu Panda cannot kung fu po, cannot, po cannot, cannot kung fu
1: no he dreams about it he has like action figures of these kung fu masters um and he has like some throwing stars that he's not very good with but yeah he's he's a big fat clumsy panda
0: you mentioned part i i can't remember where it was at now i wish it was but you said out loud while we were watching this oh this is reverse ratatouille yeah right like it's this character who wants this thing so bad And his family, or at least his father, is like, "No, you're going to be a cook because that's the family business." Also, you don't know anything about kung fu. Whereas Remy is is good at cooking. Like his brother is like, "Oh, this is the most like his brother will eat garbage, but also recognizes like when Remy cooks something out of you know scraps he finds in an old lady's kitchen, it's better." But dad is, "Nope, you're a food taster. Like you've got this." He recognizes the gift. But he wants it for a utilitarian purpose, as right. opposed to, you know, the artistry of it. And it's, so it's it's interesting to follow both of their paths because yeah. they end up having a lot of parallel and mirror notes, even though they they're coming from a different direction. Um, That's true,
1: and part of part of the the other thing that I that makes it a kind of a a reverse uh, each one a reverse of each other is that. Remy starts with an inherent skill. He is already good at cooking. Mm-hmm. Like, he can put flavors together and and things like that. He've, he's even taught himself how to read. Yeah. Um, whereas Poe has zero skills whatsoever. Just... And not even, like, an ambition. Because he, he doesn't, like, train. He doesn't... He mm-hmm. just wants it and kind of lucks into it. Mm-hmm. And then makes it work mm-hmm. remy seeks it out mm-hmm. yeah.
0: i love how poe like a character like that who is very like very like yep i am large and i am round and uh i'm gonna bump into things like yeah. he very much could have been made into a character was like oh wait i have to like work for this but i love that he's just game he's like yeah. look I, I it's it's weird to me that I'm the Dragon Warrior, but you know what? I'm here now. I'm ready to train. I'm up earliest. I'm mm-hmm. trying to do the splits. I'm not good at it, but here we go.
1: And he has the utmost respect for the people that he's training with. Mm. The, the mass, like, because it's what are they call the Furious Five is Tiger, Crane, Mantis.
0: Monkey, Snake. Monkey,
1: Snake, steak, which are all um, like fighting styles or fighting stances in in kung fu oh Uh, no no one no one hit me up don't hit me up if i'm technically incorrect (laughs) but i've heard those i've heard those referenced um so yeah that's why those animals in particular um and like uh yeah he has like a, a tremendous amount of respect for them he has like a tremendous amount of respect for the guy who is teaching them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's like, you're the greatest Kung Fu master in the world. If anyone could teach me, you can't like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Like he, he kind of accidentally got into that world, but he, he didn't reject the journey. He was just like, yeah, I know I'm going to work my ass off. Uh, yeah. I'm being trained by the best. I'm going to really work for it. Mm-hmm. Am I good? No, but I'm going to work for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. And it's, it's yeah and it's interesting that Remy is already good at cooking but almost um like kind of almost sabotages his cooking career um with his attachments to his mm-hmm. family right and they they keep coming asking for food and he's like oh well, sure you can have some like you know I do like to feed people and I and you're my family and I've abandoned you yeah. so to kind of see His relationship to cooking, like, he doesn't need anyone to train him, right? Like, he is training. He is the master that is training Linguini. Um, But that tension between, like, do I just stay, like, 100% focused on this thing or do I kind of have obligations in my life, right?
1: I will say, though, um, as much as he is training Linguini, he is still... One thing I really like about Ratatouille is that Remy is still learning. That, yeah. Like, not only is he learning how to pilot a human by pulling his hair,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is kind of a whole thing, um, but, like, he's learning from the other chefs in the kitchen. He's learning different knife techniques. He's learning, oh, you've got to keep your workstation clean. You Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's learning things along the way that take him from an amateur
2: mm-hmm.
1: good home chef to a, like, he knows how to cook. He doesn't know how to work in a kitchen. hmm and I loved the little bits of knowledge that he picked up along the way, that that like made him better because mm-hmm. that was that was really cool. It showed that our like it's very annoying to have a hero without any flaws right. or without anything to learn. So with Remy, like he knows how to cook, but he had to learn how to like how to work in a kitchen, mm-hmm. how to how to do professional things, which I thought was. <laughs> A really interesting touch to that.
0: Yeah, um, Colette, who I kind of glossed over Colette, in the summary, yeah. um, is pretty instrumental in that because yeah. she she is probably the best cook in that kitchen before Remy gets there. Yeah, <laughs> um, some of his instincts are still maybe better than hers, but mm-hmm. or different than hers. But um, yeah, it's it's right the Angelina Jolie character in um, the Tiger in. Mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda, now I'm like, I'm like, in Po. no, yeah. that's that's a name, um, is a similar kind of feel to that, right? And these movies are a year apart, so it's not surprising that there are some similar archetypes right. um, in these movies, but kind of the, well, I was here first, and like, I mean, Colette specifically says, like, I am the only woman in this kitchen, do not cross me, like, <laughs> like I worked the hardest to get here. Yeah. Um, and I think that's cool too, right? It's not just this like hero's journey to learning the thing that makes them happiest. It's, these are entire industries, right? Like the the Kung Fu industry, I guess maybe is not the best word for it. But, but the, the idea of that there are people who have trained all their lives and now they're coming into contact with these rookies who are maybe very, like very prodigious, right? But Mm -hmm. they still, like you said, have a lot to learn.
1: One thing that I think is is interesting about Kung Fu Panda that I kind of didn't uh, pick up on until you were just talking about it is that um, the the t- is it Tigress? Mm-hmm. Um, she is a young, well she 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 is a uh, martial artist who started very young mm-hmm. and has worked very hard in order to be the very best and is incredibly angry when someone takes that from her so is the main villain of the movie Mm. he is a young martial Mm -hmm. he was a young martial artist who trained very hard to be the absolute best until it was revealed like that he was not the dragon warrior and he would not get this mysterious scroll Mm -hmm. and that was his undoing so i think it's interesting that that there is the, there are like parallel journeys.
0: I mean, and that's the the um, owner in Ratatouille, right? the mm-hmm. The sous chef under Gusto, who is like, well, I'm next in line, right? Like, there there yeah. are a lot of I, I'm just realizing now a lot of parallel characters, of par-
1: and it's almost like we could throw ch- like a Venn diagram over these movies. Hey, or compare and contrast.
0: The middle space is big on this one. Yeah. Right? closer to circles yeah um and and i also like about these movies like for me it's like in a movie and i've said this before you either go big bad like scar ursula like super just you cannot look away from the villain Mm -hmm. or you make there be no villain at all i think that's an interesting thing too and these movies both have Mm -hmm. stated villains right but like um i think it's it's tai long um And the chef, now I gotta look up the chef. The, uh, oh, what's his name? I dropped my phone, so. Chef Skinner. Um, are both the stated villains and they do cause conflict, but like, I'm not ever, even with this like master kung fu (laughs) artist, like, I'm not ever super threatened by them. I'm way more interested in the hero's journey, and I know that hero's journey is bigger than this one showdown or this yeah. one conflict and I like that about these two movies a lot
1: and they both both of these movies do like the the like big climactic event and the person who's like potentially the bad guy right
2: mm-hmm.
1: um which you could argue the um critic right kind of fills that role right um it's not about whether our hero can beat them mm-hmm. it's whether they can be ready in time, to beat them, yeah, right. Like, okay, Tai Long is coming. You have to be trained before he gets here. It's an opportunity oh, this, meets preparation. This critic is coming. We have to be, yeah, ready for him. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Mm. The, like, what? Okay. These movies are good. Yeah, we're talking about some reasons these movies are good. Yeah. Is there anything else that you think makes them, like, stand up above... I mean, this this moment in time, too, right? 2007, 2008 is kind of a crossroads for some animation studios, mm-hmm. namely Disney. <laughs> like, Disney's not putting out good things right now. That's correct. It's, they're very lucky they still have some ties to Pixar, and then, then more, you know, yeah. stronger ties to Pixar, but, like... It's Pixar at this time, and DreamWorks. I guess DreamWorks is making money, but outside of Shrek, well, they made
1: Kung Fu
2: Panda.
0: Yeah, that. that, Great. that well, this is what I'm saying, oh, though, okay. right? Like, who are the who are the movers? And like, Shrek makes a lot of money, but we've seen that the Shreks don't necessarily hold up no. to time in terms of storytelling and character. Like, this, and- this is a
1: bad time for animation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. And so, what do these movies get right in the face of what everyone else was getting wrong?
1: Uh, to borrow uh, a phrase from Blue Thirty Two, love Kate.
2: Love
0: David.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a uh, weird reference to a <laughs> David Copperfield show in Las Vegas. Oh, man. Uh, you can hear about it on podcast The Ride. Uh, it's worth your time, but it—I think that really is it. Like. Mm-hmm. Not love of like the characters and not romantic love, but like love of what the movie is about mm-hmm. and that's that's something I think gets forgotten in a lot of movies like um you know i I beg on Shrek a lot, but uh, it seems Shrek was about you know making fun of things and it didn't really matter what the movie was about. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think I think that's a real weakness in any movie that's trying to be um edgy or or some, not that that can't work mm-hmm. right but um I think through Ratatouille I'm like oh maybe not everyone here but someone here really loved cooking mhm like we're seeing ingredients go in. We're talking about real dishes. Like, there's... There, like, Gusto is doing a cooking show that reminds me of an old cooking show. Like, mm-hmm. there is attention to detail... Yeah. ...and care put into it. And, like, watching, like, the... Um, there's a scene in... Cho- uh, I almost called it Chopkick Panda. Oh, there's a scene in um, hee- Kung Fu Panda where... Um, Poe and his master are fighting over the last, uh, dumpling and it is an elaborate chopstick fight choreography. It is, um, like they both have a pair of chopsticks. They're both, they're fighting like in the bowl. There's elaborate, like strikes and blocks. And then it, it like goes on from there. And it just, you can tell that there was a love for like the over the top, um, but Mm -hmm. excruciatingly detailed fight choreography of, um, I think they called it a whoosh, whoosh. Sorry if I get the pronunciation wrong, but these kind of like over the top martial arts, uh, films.
0: Yeah. And I, and I feel like there is, you know, you said, uh, Earlier, that Ratatouille is more for like the intellectual brain, but I think these fight scenes are very intellectual. Like, you yeah. talked about the logic to them, and like, there were some scenes in this movie where I, I had to look. I'm like, did Brad Bird also direct this? Because, like, he's the action sequence guy, right? Yeah. He's incredible. He is Ratatouille. He's Ratatouille. And so, like, that's why these kitchen scenes look so good. Cause... And, like,
1: Seven Seasons into The Simpsons.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just but... if there's a good action scene on early Simpsons it's Brad Bird. Right. Almost certainly.
0: And so I, I'm i like, did, was he a consultant? Like right. did he, did, like is this his first like post Pixar? No, but it's, that's really fun because yeah. I don't consider myself an action movie person, but we talked about this on the Incredibles episode too with Andy that like, it's like a good, good musical theater number. There mm-hmm. has to be a reason behind your action scene and then it's so much more interesting and anyway. And,
1: and even more for like like m- martial arts movies um I've heard described kind of as musicals, but instead of the story coming out through song, it comes out through fight, yeah, right, and like there's like you
0: love wrestling, you just love musical theater, yeah,
1: <laughs> but there's there's storytelling, yeah, in these fights, yes. like we're learning about Poe's growth, but we're also learning like we're we're learning with him a lot, and that's one of my favorite things in a movie. But we're also seeing like, oh, he's like developed a technique that that his master hasn't or like he's yeah, he's doing something tricky or um, oh, he's a big fat panda and he's taking it like instead of like trying to fit someone else's style, mm-hmm. he's embracing that he's embracing himself. And using like his belly as a weapon—it's never explicitly stated. Yeah, they never say, "Oh, you should use your fat belly as a weapon."
0: But it is part of the climactic sequence that mm-hmm. the villain can't deliver this like kind of um, paralysis this, like, nerve blow. Yeah. yeah, this like paralysis move because like he can't get to the nerves
1: through mm-hmm.
0: Panda's belly fat. Yeah. Like so it's, we cannot.
1: It's great. The panda's... stop Poe just keeps laughing. Yeah, it's great. He's just being tickled. Yeah.
0: Dick, you said Chopcake Panda earlier, and I feel like we'd be remiss if we did not uh, explain that reference.
1: Kate, tell me all about Chopcake Panda.
0: Oh, man. Chopcake Panda is one of those things that just makes me laugh upon hearing it. It was um, earlier Netflix, right? Uh Uh-huh. Did a lot of these um, low-budget knockoffs of really popular movies, but they would just change it a little bit right it would basically be the same but like super low budget um it reminds me of like the um local grocery store in my college town um their um noodles and uh ground beef mix in a box was called pan burger partner
1: oh uh, instead of hamburger uh uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: and um it just made like chop pan never saw it But, Dick, I was scrolling through my phone the other day looking for a different picture. And do you remember finding this? The Adventures of Panda Warrior. Hulu is still doing this. Like, companies are still doing this. Big ones. Like, you don't just have to go to YouTube for these. Hulu's got a knockoff called The Adventures of Panda Warrior that looks... Exactly the same, except the panda well, looks on, shittier. That
1: was on HBO Family.
0: Oh, was it? I just recognized the Hulu a- interface.
1: Apparently, um, yeah. Uh, just for like reference, uh, there is like on the left hand side of this picture. There's like a pig that looks like a dragon or something. <laughs> um, and then our main panda, like he looks angry, not cute. No. He looks like he might be wearing a neckerchief and like some torn, (laughs) uh, some like torn overalls. And he kind of looks like, uh, Kate, you won't know this reference, but he kind of looks like One Punch Man. Um, And it's. Is that the
0: Jimmy Fallon panda that no one knows about?
1: No. No. One Punch Man is a guy. Who um, is like?
0: Oh, okay. It's it's
1: a comedy, Not anime. A panda. No, it's like a at least the first episode's a comedy anime. Oh,
0: that's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, but he's just got this like really aggressive vibe, and it doesn't make me think it's going to be a cute movie at all.
0: I think the overalls are supposed to be armor.
1: Well, they look torn.
0: It's like a weird wooden turtle shell. Look. Anyway, um, man, we got to find some ratatouille ones then because that's too. Panda. We don't have
1: to. Um. <laughs> Kate, is there, is, Ooh, is there anything me. else you wanted to address Dick, regarding these two movies?
0: I, I want to introduce a segment and then hand it over to you because I have no idea what's coming Oh, next. yeah, this
1: is a good segment. You just
0: gave me the title. The segment is called To Cook or Not to Cook.
1: Okay. Dick, so, take it from here. You saw Ratatouille. I did. And the moral of Ratatouille, if you're going to sum it up in one sentence.
0: Anyone can cook. Uh,
1: no. Everyone should be a cook. Now uh (laughs) kung fu panda um if you're gonna sum up that moral in in one sentence how would you do it
0: anyone can kung fu
1: no you must stop cooking and be a kung fu (laughs) master so these two movies both presented sick arguments uh which one do you feel uh got its argument across better do you think cooking is the way or are you going to abandon cooking, cooking and do kung Fu? You got one of the two choices. <sighs> you can never do kung fu again or you can never cook again, and you have to dedicate your life to the other.: what Since
0: I've do never done kung fu mm-hmm. and cook myself on, the, uh, on, on a regular day, three meals a day, I'm gonna go with cooking.
1: I don't know if you cook yourself three meals a day.:
0: yeah, I't cereal counts. I, I prepare a meal for myself. Okay. Cooking. Definitely cooking. Right. Also, like, uh, Poe's dad seems like a good cook. His mm-hmm. business is very popular. People love his noodle recipe. He's not a very even,
1: adventurous cook.
0: Even though there is no secret ingredient.
1: He's like, oh, uh, I had a dream that I was going to make tofu. Imagine me that making tofu. That was very tofu. silly. Like, he is, yeah. he is not only... Uh, a very stuck in his ways cook. He's a non-adventurous stuck in his ways cook. But
0: let me ask you, Dick, mm. has there been a day in the last oh, I'd say oh, say 9 months or so where you've just wanted something very specific to eat and you didn't want it to be different at all? No. And how many days out of the last 200 has it been? Zero. Every day
1: what? What are you talking we about? You count
0: restaurants, right? When you're like, oh, I really want this dish from a restaurant, right? Huh. Like, you're looking for that reliable. You don't want it to Sorry. change if that's really what you're hungry for. Kate, can We've you We've done give, that a lot during the pandemic. Can
1: you give me a list of restaurants we go to that only serve one dish?
0: Sure. That's okay, fair. Okay. Thanks very much. That's fair. Thank you very much. But we do have, like, it is called the hand-pulled noodle. We have huh. a restaurant that does, like, uh, Szechuan noodles,
1: that's and really like,
2: good.
0: Yeah, they have some variations, but basically their thing is like we're gonna give you a bowl of noodles, and then you pick some toppings. But they're gonna be done the same way every time. Yeah, right? so they will be...
1: give you tofu if you want it. Yeah, they'll I give know. you lamb if I, you I want it. That.
0: I understand that. You gotta simplify things. They only, I, gotta, you kid, only have So many minutes in a.
1: I preach simplification movie. every chance I get. I'm just saying this this goose duck man, not an adventurous cook. Fair. Thank you.
0: Dick, do you choose cooking
1: for for the
0: rest of your life? Uh Kung
1: Fu pays way better. Uh Uh-huh. Probably.
0: Is that because you feel like you will get more food out of Kung Fu than cooking?
1: I... Because... The way that Poe does? Here's the deal. Uh, I identify with Poe in a lot of ways. I'm big and I'm clumsy. And I like eating. You love food. So... If Poe can do it, why can't I?
0: That that's that's inspiring. Thank you. That's that's how I have no more comments. That's inspiring. All right.
1: Okay, do you want to move on?
0: Let's move on to the
1: final cuts. Yeah. Okay. I do. We're there.
0: Let's shout out a scene.
1: Oh my God! Yes. Did, uh,
0: oh.
1: No, no. Go oh, ahead. Uh, go ahead. You in
0: start? Ratatouille. Mm. What is a Easy. scene Easy. shout out that you have? Go, Easy.
1: Oh, whoa. Um. Ooh, hard. Okay. Well, if you don't name the other one, I was going to mention. Um, go
0: for it, because I have not made a decision yet. No,
1: here we go. So my scene shout out is when Remy is talking with his brother, kind of uh, like midway through the movie. Mm-hmm. His brother's like, "Why well, do you want to be a chef?" And Remy's like, "Here, here, taste, taste this cheese." And like, um, when Remy is tasting things we see it visualized. Yes. We see the taste like spread and...
0: It's like this kind of like fireworky, sparkler mm, effect.
1: Yeah. And when he like tastes two things that pair well together, right? Mm-hmm. Then they intensify and it, mm-hmm. it, it increases. And early in the movie and throughout the movie, his brother's like, yeah, I like eating trash. It's trash. Um but then Remy like has him eat a grape and then a or a piece of yeah, cheese piece of- and then a grape and like you see those sparks kind of fly for his brother and he doesn't quite get there. Yeah. But he like understands he has like a glimpse of what Remy uh of, of what Remy experiences and for me I thought that was super powerful because like one the the visual representation of taste is is really nice um and really like to me clear what was going on but also like like being able to sh- like being able to share your passion with someone is a big deal and like like w- uh, I'll go back to wrestling we've watched a little bit of wrestling together mm-hmm. you don't super care about it but you love orange cassidy
0: I appreciate him he's
1: Funny, uh, he's a little ridiculous, and he's great. And so, like, in the moment where you were like, This guy's great, I was like, Great, I've shared some of my passion. <laughs> you don't appreciate it on the level that I do, and that's okay. But you understand like, I feel like you understand where my appreciation comes yeah. in.
0: And I love learning about it from someone who is so passionate about it. Sure. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I really I just, I love that sequence because mm. it's just really, it's nice. It's like he's expanding his brother's horizons a little bit and they are bonding and understanding each other. Uh-huh. Mm. What about you?
0: Um, So one of the songs I have tried to compose for the Ratatouille musical, I got some ideas, but uh-huh. none I felt like uh, recording, Um, is it this scene that I'm about to shout out. Um, So Remy discovers that if he pulls a chunk of Linguini's hair uh-huh. he can make his arms move up and mm-hmm. down um and then uh, they realize that they need to maybe refine this skill a little bit before cooking an actual thing because mm-hmm. the challenge is he's got to prepare the same soup that they kind of like mishmash put together um although remy had a plan anyway so there's a sequence in Linguini's apartment where they're like all right we're going to try to make a thing. Uh, and I'm going to blindfold you, Linguini. And I'm going to be, you know, I'm Remy. I'm going to be doing I'm the controlling the, you. And it's just, it's so well paced, right? Mm-hmm. It is very, it's just really good visual storytelling because they're not talking. They're just, you know, the first task is getting food out of the fridge and then things fall down. And then, all right, now we have the thing set up and we're trying to, you know, smell a tomato. Okay, no, this one isn't good. Over this. Oh. Okay, you just squished it into Remy's face. And like little by little, little, they get a little bit better at coordinating. And then there's a few more slight mishaps. And then all of a sudden, oh, he's chopping an onion really fast and really skillfully and like putting together a whole meal of food. And it's just this like beautiful, you know, as I was trying to like write the song, first Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, little calls and responses that don't match up. And then eventually they're like, working in harmony and they're singing their parts together and it's really beautiful and fitting in. It doesn't just seem like two disparate parts. They're yeah. actually working as like a machine. Um, it's just, yeah, it's really beautiful. And I, I should say like one of the, one of the, I, I started watching this scene and then I'm like, oh, I have to turn the sound down because this score is Michael Giacchino.
2: Mm-hmm. And so like,
0: he's already written the perfect music for this scene because yeah. he's Michael Giacchino, so I'm like, ah, oh, I can't even, <laughs> like... I don't know why I'm trying to reinvent the wheel on this. Um, really good score in, in Ratatouille, especially. Yeah. There were some good musical moments in Kung Fu Panda, if I'm not mistaken, but not, I mean, not at the, quite at that level. Yeah. But just really well-paced. Like, that scene could also, right, go on too long. You could make too many... Jokes where they spill things or Ratatouille gets something splashed in his face, uh, Remy. Uh, but they don't. Like, it's just Ratatouille. It's a perfect little gem of a scene. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Dick, do you have a shout out for Kung Fu Panda?
1: Not yet. I would like to say mm-hmm. uh, that scene you just shouted out mm-hmm. was uh, probably the funniest scene in either of these movies mm-hmm. for me. It tickled me in a very specific way. Yeah. Um, watching um, Linguini just fall all over the place and it reminded me of um a, like a genre of video game that exists oh. that I'm gonna call physics game um there's probably or like yeah I don't know there's a better word for it okay. um but what like what it'll be is it'll be like you're controlling a guy and all you have to do is run that guy from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen, but he has bones and no muscles and there's <laughs> gravity and it just kind of like pulls you down. Uh-huh. I guess maybe ragdoll. Is, yeah, is the yeah, yeah. No bones. Yeah, and it just, it gives me, it's so funny for me to watch every time there's like something like this. I don't know. Um, so I just, I want to, I want to second your shout out of the ragdoll physics of Linguini flopping his face into different things. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's really, really mm-hmm. fun. You have a Kung Fu Panda shout out as you were telling that? I had more time to think because you were the one whose mouth was ha- moving. Do you have
1: a Kung Fu Panda? You can start.
0: I do. I feel like that chopstick fight is very good. I'm not sure um, how perhaps respectful it is to aspects of Chinese culture. I know chopsticks are part of tradition's there is a um, – not not even recent, but it's it's been brought up recently in the music education world that, like, some teachers are saying, oh, well, you're at home, like, you know, you can use anything to play drums or tables, like, pull out a pair of chopsticks and then, you know, Chinese educators are like, hey, maybe don't do that, that's uh. disrespectful. Um, and it's like, you know, for for many people that is, you know, chopsticks are a way of eating – and it is steeped in tradition, and so you don't use them for other things. Um, anyway, cool. I was thinking that during that scene, but but it is really masterfully done in terms of the animation and pacing and storytelling. Uh, I liked Poe's dream sequence. At the the very first yeah. thing that opens the movie, it's in this like kind of two D um, like cutout kind of style. Um, there was a different director even for this segment than the rest of the movie. And it's, mm. you know, Poe's fantasy of he is a kung fu master and he's saving the village. But like it's told in Jack Black's voice. Right. And so, you know, it's like at least a little bit facetious or weird. And it's just a perfect opening, I think, for this movie specifically. Like it just sets the tone right away. It looks really cool. There's a lot going on, but there's not a lot of information that you need to hold on to, you know, like the beginning of Moana, that's kind of told in a similar way, but everything you learn in the first two minutes of Moana is really important for later.
2: <laughs> not
0: in Kung Fu Panda. You just, uh, Poe has a dream. He wins Kung Fu. That's all. But like,
1: but it is important. You're right. It's like, it's not like every piece of information it's not is vital. not detective important, yeah. But you know, you like are introduced to characters in that's that true. dream. That's true, the
0: Furious Five show up yeah
1: that's where you that's where you first hear about them yeah oh
0: yeah usually it takes like you know a couple of minutes to adjust into the world of a movie of like you know putting my phone down and all of that but it's like oh oh this is fun to watch i'm in i'm I'm here yeah
1: nice a dick Um, oh what about you uh i don't know i really like this movie that's it um I don't know. It's it's dumb. I could probably think of a better one, but I like when, um, like when Poe is like he's angry that all the that all the other ninjamen hate him, and so he's like eating all their food. Mm. Um. So he he, so Poe is like anger eating, or he's like eating his feelings, and he um like uh the his his master sees him like punch through a cabinet to get like to get at some cookies or something. And like Poe has not been able to successfully punch things really. Right. So he's like, huh? Well, if you're looking for, you know, whatever almond uh-huh. cookies, they're on the top shelf. And then he comes back in in five seconds. So Poe is doing splits on the top shelf and he's like, master's how'd you get up there? Poe's well, I wanted a cookie. <laughs> I, I again, I just identify.
0: Uh, there have I, been times I did want a cookie. I'm like why? Why are you in the kitchen? Why are you cooking something? Well, I wanted I wanted a dessert.
1: It's like, well, I wanted a cookie, but we don't have any cookies.
0: So I'm, I'm making a cookie.
1: <laughs> so I'm making banana bread pudding. Yeah, because that's also a dessert.
0: <laughs> I never got to have any of that. That's okay.
1: You had the option. Um. We are down. We are at the end of our apple pie. Oh, by I've got to
0: finish that then.
1: Well, you you've got like 2 days. Okay. Cuz I'm not letting that pie go bad cuz you no. gave me you gave me crap about letting the pie go bad yeah, last no, that's time. Yeah, no, it's okay. We This is me being respectful. We started. I would on have Thursday. finished it's the pie yesterday. Yeah. If this wasn't a shared pie.
0: I appreciate that because I yeah. forgot there was pie. Like I hate I to normally do air our dirty I will laundry. have it right after this podcast. I hate
1: to air this on the podcast, but Kate <laughs> doesn't always finish pie. It's Kate so does, much. It's so Kate much. Kate does not finish desserts. So
0: much sugar and, and butter and. Cristo. Out of respect
1: for you, <laughs> I don't finish your desserts, and Aww. then the desserts go bad.
0: Yeah. Then it's then we're disrespecting the desserts. Yeah. A uh, secondary shout out to the scene where Tai Lung escapes from his like oh, maximum one person security scene. prison. Yeah. It's just this giant sequence of like the best game of mouse trap you've ever seen. Like all of these mechanics and chains and stalactites and that he jumps off just of and beautifully just executed. showcases his like superhuman abilities yeah. and or super cheetah abilities.
1: I think it's a cheetah.
0: Um and just all of these little things have to happen for him to get to the top is really cool. Yeah. Dick, if you were to name. Would a- you
1: say that he chopped to the top?
0: Chop kick to the top. No. Chop kick cheetah. Oh, that's better. Because then you got, well, I guess kung fu and panda all start with different letters. Do- cool. What were you going to say? If you were going to name an MVP yeah. of most valuable, I guess, uh, panda or. Per- Parodent Parisian rodent. Sure. What?
1: Oh, that's why we had a drink with, um, with the French-sounding thing in it.
0: Saint Germain.
1: Because Paris. Because oui. Ratatouille takes place in Paris. La I don't vie
0: know if... en bouteille.
1: Stop speaking Spanish, Amy.
0: That was what the bottle said. Oh. My French pronunciation is not as good as what it was in high school. Oh. All right, we've stopped long enough. What do you want? From yeah, me? I want an MVP.
1: Uh, MVP um, for what movie? Oh, for both movies, I pick one MVP for both of the movies. Correct. Oh man, that's a tough one because there are so many good people in both of these. Michael Giacchino, I loved the movie in Ratatouille. I loved the music in Ratatouille. I loved
0: the movie, the movie in Ratatouille.
1: I need a nap.
0: Remy the movie in Ratatouille. The
1: yeah. Rat. No, Remy the Movie is a different movie. Remy. Or it's a TV show.
0: There's a spin-off. There There's There's a Kung Fu Panda. There's two Kung Fu Panda TV shows.
1: Well, that's not Remy.
0: And there's a Ratatouille short that keeps getting advertised to us on Disney+. Plus. Oh. Um, yeah, there's... I mean, these are both, right? Like, Ratatouille has not been quite as well-loved as maybe some other... Pixar um dynasties but these are two well-loved movies and Kung Fu Panda's got two sequels like I feel like I see Poe on backpacks and stuff right like now I'm thinking of Rami he's a popular character
1: Rami's different than Rami
0: do you who's your MVP Kate what well I was trying to find it really quick while we were doing um, oh man do you remember the name we'll look up the name later and let people know um John Lasseter. The, the um, fight choreographers in general, but the Kung Fu Panda fight no idea. choreographer. It's in the credits. Yeah. um, Because those scenes are so well done, and especially a company like DreamWorks, who tends to rely a little bit more on the farts and the um, potty humor than some other studios. Oh, potty um,
1: humor, huh? I don't know what to call it.
0: Um, it could have felt really folly especially because it's Jack Black, right? Like, but they very rarely, if ever, resorted to that. It yeah. was very, uh, uh, very artistically done. I can't really speak for the authenticity to Kung Fu, although it seems like there were a lot of um, measures made to ensure that. But it, they were I just mean, so fun to watch. I
1: think it was authentic too movies about Kung Fu. Right. More than right, it right, was about right. Kung
0: Fu. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, like that the yeah, the Shifu and Po scene where it's like that final dumpling battle. <laughs> Even the the Tai Lung um and Po final scene. Mm-hmm. Really cool. All of the oh, just I yeah. I wouldn't expect to love a movie about a Kung Fu panda as much as I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Ooh Something just fell above us.
1: Yeah, something cool. just fell in the apartment above us. Might have been a person.
0: Dick, you gotta cross over these movies in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I think there there is an obvious choice here, but we'll see if you come up with.
1: It. You do that. You can start with the obvious one.
0: I mean, I I want um, is it is it Mr. Ping? Sure. I want Poe's dad to. Um, I want Remy to sit on Poe's dad's head. Oh. and um, teach him how to make some more interesting noodle dishes.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh.
0: I mean, Remy might have to study in China for a while. He studied a lot of French cooking. Mm-hmm. He's not studied Chinese cooking. That's I don't correct. know. Maybe the goose could sit on Remy's head and like teach him how to make noodles.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, they could do a, it's a culture share. There we they go. They could do a
1: head exchange.
0: Culture, yes, a head exchange. Yeah,
1: Remy could sit on um, Poe's head. Mm-hmm. and make him cook noodles and then Poe's dad could sit on like, I don't know Colette's, Remy's dad's Colette's head uh huh, yeah,
0: uh-huh. yeah. Remy's dad doesn't know enough about cooking.
1: Also, Remy's dad uh, does not have a head large enough
0: No, but that's why it would be funny Fair Anyway um, What is your crossover, Dick? Yes, Mr. Ping is the name of
1: I mean, who's... I think the crossover I think I think you didn't take the obvious one which is interesting. Uh, I put Poe into the world of uh, Ratatouille. Uh huh. And he, just, he beats up the jerks.
0: <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> just... Like uh, Chef Skinner and.
1: Uh, yeah, and that. Like, Anton Ego
0: ins- ends up okay.
1: Yeah, but that, like, Health Inspector is kind of a jerk. Sure. So anyone that's How
0: dare the health inspector want a restaurant free of rats?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Eventually, Remy makes them wash their hands, but not their feet. And those are going everywhere, too. Like, I get the idea that anyone can cook, but also those rats have been places.
1: You know what, Kate? Doesn't matter. Poe beat him up.
0: Poe's going to beat him up. Because he's right. a jerk. Great. Poe would not do well in that kitchen, I don't think. Maybe after. I mean, it's a lot of food, so maybe he would do really well. But he might make a mess.
2: Yeah. True.
0: Dick, I think this means it's time for the final, final cut, cut of the show. Yeah. Where? What do we? What do we do, Dick?
1: Oh. <sighs> we talk about the movies. We do a two-minute. We,
0: ven- we compare, contrast, we do
1: a, a two-minute plot what drink summary. Are you doing? We um. <laughs> we say whether we're gonna re-release the movie as is because mm-hmm. it's great. Uh, do a special edition, which doesn't mean the movie's not great, but it means we want to change something in some way. Uh, or display the movie differently. Uh, or we just throw it in the vault, never to be seen again, with terrible movies. And it jerks.
0: I would say, on this show, re-release doesn't always mean it's great. It means it's so- worth... Sometimes re-release means... It's fine, and we don't care to do work on it. I feel like that has come up a couple times. We're like, like, I don't, I don't care enough about this, enough about this movie Whatever. to think about it. Yeah. yeah, but it's not bad enough to vault. No. Where where should we start?
1: We should start with Ratatouille.
0: All right. i I'm going to re-release Ratatouille. I mean, obviously, the musical seems to be going well, yeah. too, you're going to have to find a conceit for the rat on a head, right? Like, I think you can do that with levels and um, Oh, you mean like, and, a,
1: like a method of?
0: Yeah, of conveying that in a way that works on the stage. Squibs? Scrims. Oh,
1: scrims. That makes more sense.
0: Uh, like scrims and spotlighting and things like that. Because, yeah. um, like, you know, people are different heights, but not that different. Not a not like a rat and a full human. No. So, uh, but I, you know what I believe. Anyone can set design. Anyone can. I don't think that's true. Lighting design. Yeah, I, I re-release and release a musical special Great. edition two and one. All right. What do you do?
1: Special edition inspired by the musical. I remove all the music from the movie. Whoa. No, that's not true. Uh, re-release, it's great. Uh, maybe them, maybe like turn it kitchen. into a ride and put it at Disneyland Paris uh, and Epcot.
0: The ride does look really fun. Yeah, it's you're going through a kitchen at the, as the size of a rat. Yeah, uh, it looks really neat. It looks like a bus. Yeah, this movie is delightful. Um, like you said, I'd be interested in like if yeah. your niece and nephew were to watch this movie. Right, they're they're five and twelve. Like, yeah. what would they think? Would they be entertained? Would they not?
1: But like also. Uh, more movies like this where like at no, like I'm very comfortable being a adult that watches animated movies, Mm -hmm. but some movies that I watch, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm a grown up. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't need to do this. This movie the whole time. I'm just like, yeah, "Yeah, this is great. I would recommend it to every adult I know. Yeah. It's just a it's just a really good movie mm-hmm. about something like about cooking and not about like wishing on magical dream fairies or something, right? right? And I just I like the that even though it has like kind of a magic talking rat who controls a human, like it's still kind of grounded in that it's just kind of about cooking.
0: He doesn't talk to humans. Right. He only talks to rats. So that part is grounded.
1: That's fair. And like, yeah, just, I like the the grounding in, I want to do a pretty normal job. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't, he doesn't set out to be the greatest human chef that ever existed. Right. Mm -hmm. He just wants to be a cook
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and he does. And that's like a pretty normal thing for people to want to do. I just, I like that about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Kung Fu Panda.
1: Okay. Here's um, what I do. Uh-huh. A, t- a special edition. Okay. Um, we all know the game World of Warcraft, of course. Mm. So I would take that game and make like an expansion set in like kind of like a mystical China where it's a race of panda people and introduce a monk class so that you can be a Kung Fu Panda. This is a thing that really happened. Oh. Three years after Kung Fu Panda came out. Really? Yup. That's weird. I, it's great, though. They're roly-poly. Does they look
0: like Po?
1: No, they kind of look more like pandas. Uh-huh. But they're roly-poly.
0: But they're called Kung Fu Pandas? No. Oh. You can't do that. They're called
1: Pandarians or Pandarans. Pandarans. Okay. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Um, um, but, but what I would... For real. <laughs> but what I would really do... What I would really do... Okay, look. This movie's great. Um... There's some things I don't care for in it, like there's a lot of like slow motion or freeze frame that's like way overused to the point that it's distracting. Yeah,
0: it's homage to kung fu movies, but there's a lot. It's
1: distracting. Um, so like I, you know, I might get rid of that. But also, here's what I want to see. Uh, not that this movie isn't great. Let's re-release this movie. I want to see a theme park stunt show uh, of Kung Fu Panda. Whoa. Yeah, like a like a Kung Fu demonstration show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but one of the people demonstrating that demonstrated Kung Fu is a guy in a panda costume. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, he wouldn't do all the things, but I'd be really cute.
0: That would be really cute. I mean,
1: I... Yeah. I love this idea more now that I've said it out loud. What about you?
0: I mean, I'm, I'm starting to now hashtag Kung Fu Panda the musical. Oof. Right? I, th- if for a real, this is a re-release. I think it's very good. kung See, I'm not sure. No, I don't want to mess.
1: That sounds like confused.
0: I and I don't want to mess with words yeah. in another language, especially in a tradition as revered as Kung Fu. All I right. can mess with the word panda maybe, but anyway.
2: Poozical.
0: I, Kung, Kung Fu Pandusical Pandusical I have seen uh, Ratatousical oh, uh, Which I really so like It's not what they're calling it But that's the better name they're for it They're fools if they don't call it that Um, I don't know I think I mean Right now my brain is, like, poisoned by all the songs I've already seen titles for on this Ratatouille musical. Start fresh. This is just a personal project I want to do. This is unrelated to what I would do with Kung Fu Panda the movie. Now I'm – but also, like, I shouldn't be the one who writes it. It should be someone – it should be someone from China, probably.
1: Uh, I'm I've for this movie, I don't know, Kate. Yeah, but it's not really steeped in Chinese tradition,
0: Ooh, except for the main thing of it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't look. I the don't main know subject matter. I don't know how accurate they were to the uh, martial art of kung fu, as opposed to how much they were accurate to okay kung fu movies.
0: So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna partner with someone like, there you um, go. like Moana, like. Lin Miranda. she's
1: not real no you can't partner with moana we have this discussion every night
0: uh yeah i think that'd be fun i yeah. think like right like the noodle shop would have a theme and kung fu panda shop, would have a theme noodle shop noodle
1: shop noodle shop
0: and like adding music that. to those I, I think the kung fu scenes would a lot of just be dance right it would be like west side story style i mean it could ballets. be
1: it could be both
0: yes it could be both
1: right like i think
0: especially if someone is like training i think it could be both
1: mm-hmm. um like a fight scene choreographed to music is cool oh this
0: is i mean right you work with matthew wilder on this the first song you put in i don't
1: know who matthew uh, Wilder oh
0: I wish. Let's get down to business.
1: Oh,
0: that's a training sequence. Oh, here, yeah, no, we wouldn't get Matthew Wilder, but he did write a good fight training song, so I, I might call him up. Point is, um, Kung Fu great. No, nope, we're gonna great. break my stride. It's a re-release. Great, but look for the hashtag on.
1: Can we end the podcast now? I'm sleeping. Yeah, all right.
0: That's great. Uh, if you <laughs> hey, uh, thanks everyone for being here yeah uh this is Cell if you'd Maze like Podcast. to
1: get in touch with us you can <laughs> do so on twitter facebook uh at some Podcast, also gmail Podcast at gmail.com Correct. we love to hear from you though we don't always do a good job of checking our email real sorry we get a lot of spam there so it's mm. it's like hard sometimes stuff gets lost we really appreciate you though hearings
0: um, or single movies that you want just to find a yeah pair for
1: or just whatever. Just yeah. you want to say hi? That's cool too. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Okay.
0: All right, Dick. Uh,
1: Goodbye forever. Oh shit,
0: but shit, but oh no.
1: Also, this is season three now.
0: Oh, happy season three!
1: We do this thing where we had we we started with seasons. The idea being that we wouldn't pair movies if we've already paired them that season, and we've been meaning to declare season three for a Mom. while now, and we're there. It's season three, but Duh. we
0: still haven't done any doubles yet. But season three, I think we'll see some doubles. That's correct. Um. So yeah, happy season three. The happy arbitrary three. date in uh, late fall that we choose to switch over. Yep.
2: Ta-da. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
1: have your mic on oh now
2: you have your mic on there we go awesome